That's code WIN. The following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group. Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. It's Andy Brownell on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. And it's Saturday morning, which means it's time to have our chat with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results about Rochester Real Estate or real estate in general. Hey, Robin, how you doing? Well, good, and I always look forward to it. One of my highlights of the week is visiting with you and listening to all your real estate knowledge that you've learned ah. over the last few <laughs> years. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's scary how much I've absorbed. <laughs> my very my kids have said the same. They feel like they you know grew up realtors, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me take the test. Let's see if I can pass. Exactly. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, what was it? Three, two, three years ago, we uh, were talking. Actually, you informed me of this this whole idea of these online groups who were coming in and making offers on homes. Oh, yeah. I buy Internet brokers or whatever. Yeah. Yes. I, they called them iBuyers. It was a big fad where they would come across the United States and try to beat everybody else to the inventory and come with their cash offers. You don't have to do anything. We'll take it just the way it is. Here you go. Here's your money. And then their big intention was to turn around clean it up, put some paint on it, put it on the market, take advantage of all the people who've been losing, losing, losing in multiples and get some ungodly price. And I think it worked for them for a little while, but now guess what? They're sitting with oodles of inventory and the rumor on the street is that Zillow has put a stop to buying um, homes for cash, you know, outright. So, Oh, really? I think, I think it was a fun little wave that some people got to take advantage of, but I'm not even sure it was ever that advantageous for the seller because... It wasn't like they were trying to sell a house in a market where it was tough to sell a house. Right. Right? So it's like, oh, we'll take all the stress out of it. Well, newsflash, it really isn't that stressful to be a seller right now. So um, I don't know that they did anything other than try to pad their own pockets by hopefully picking it up for less than they could actually get for it. And in some cases they did, but I think they really are sitting with some inventory that now they are trying to sell for what they paid for it. And imagine, that's typically after some improvements. I imagine the sellers in a market like this market, and which was a commonplace thing across the entire country for the past year and a half, were looking at the offers that they were making and thinking that probably they were low and opting not to go that way. Yeah, I think there definitely were some. But there were some that already bought a house in Florida. They're moving in four weeks. They're like, oh, geez, no inspection, no painting, no cleaning up the yard. Just take my cash and go. I'll do it. Sure. You know, so it did work for some folks. But um, at any rate, that party is over. The party is over. The party has ended. I didn't really hear of any big splash around here of anybody. um, You know, usually when something is catching on i hear about people actually doing it and i had i I don't know of anybody who had actually participated in that sort of thing i've shown a few of the houses that are actually owned by those companies you know owned by open door and now being marketed by open door and it's kind of funny i'm not here to bash that company but both of those two listings had been on the market like 90 days and in this market to have something sitting on the market 90 days is not that common so clearly um like i say it wasn't as um, good of a deal for them as they had hoped it was going to be, apparently, because they, they've stopped. 
I bet is you know either the seller or the buyer as well having the lack of a person, real right. people to chat with or communicate with, or you know having to get in line at some customer service queue. I had, I had one I had one customer that I had his house already a client excuse me already listed and then one of his friends went and sold to one of these iBuyer programs and he said to me is it too late for me to do that and I said oh, I don't really know anything about it you know I've never investigated it so I said you're certainly welcome to make the call let's do it right now so we called and and he said well as long as your house is listed you know we would do this deal through the realtor so they were very professional very respectful and basically their fees um, would have just added fees to the fees that we were already um, oh, okay. listing right but then I said, we can work on that if the offer is, you know, good enough for you that you just want to be sold. Now, this was after they were on the market seven days and completely nervous that they were never going to sell their house. Seven days. Seven <laughs> days because they're, all their friends sold in day one. So um, <laughs> they got their offer back and the offer was not that great. And I said, I honestly think, you guys, that I can sell this house and get you more than that. And so even after... Um, the expenses of listing, they would have had expenses with the other company, even sure. if they had only those expenses and not mine. They still came out, I think, like $25,000 ahead, and I think it took us 11 days to get the house sold. <laughs> well, that's nothing to laugh at, that amount of money, that's for sure. No, exactly. So that's why I say I think it's just people being uninformed, not really knowing what it means, and it always sound they, they make it sound too good to pass up, and so... Fortunately for them, some people took them up on it, yeah. and you know, but not everybody. It's sort of like um, there's another realtor, and of course, I won't use names, and everybody will know who it is. But does a huge, big billboard advertisement and yep. says guaranteed offer. Well, I have to tell you, everybody in this market has a guaranteed offer. <laughs> if they if they put their house on the market and price it right, it's going to sell because we still have a shortage of inventory. We still have a abundance of buyers who are pre-approved and ready to jump i think it was you in fact who uh, predicted this was ha would happen when you first told us about this whole internet brokerage thing mm -hmm. <laughs> yep i did not expect it to stay along, around long i was never threatened by it at all you know i've been in real estate for 21 years now and from the time i've started there's always been disruptors right there's always been somebody that's tried to come in and change the way it's done but the way it's done is the very traditional, long-lasting, and I think far into the future way that it's going to be done. Relationship. Yep. Well, you want to, it's the biggest investment you own to have, you want to have a personal relationship with the person who's going to guide you through this process. Yeah, somebody that you actually know, somebody that you actually trust, somebody that you can actually um, investigate and see what they know and what they've done and what you know what other people have had to say about their experience with them so yeah i think it, it's kind of an important deal it, i don't think when you make big decisions in your life like where am i going for my health care or who am i using for a lawyer to litigate in this you know this important right. case that i'm in or or to help me buy my biggest investment i'm ever going to buy i don't think you just want to uh, go with some internet ad because they're making it sound like they're going to save you a few bucks in the end it's the it's the same market that you're dealing with there has to be a slice in the pie for them to make exactly. it work and if exactly. the market is the way it is now there's it's probably not going to work 
there's a commercial on TV, and I forget the name of the company, but it says Home Light. Home Light. Have you seen that ad? No. Like, oh, if you're afraid to find the, if you're afraid you're going to find an inexperienced agent, call us and we'll find you the best agent in the area. Well, all they do is call us and say, hey, will you take this client and give us a 25% <laughs> referral fee? So it's like, oh, geez, what a racket. Unreal. No. Everybody no. wants a piece, right? I had not heard that one yet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Home Light. Yeah. All right. Hey, make it easy, right? If you're looking to do something with real estate, call Robin, right? There you go. Take care of it. Easy peasy. There's a lot of good agents right here in this local market who know exactly what they're doing. I'm very proud to say our team is full of them, but there are others as well. And I just want you to use a local, reputable, real live realtor. All right. We're talking with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. And we'll return in a moment and talk about the latest market report. Get a... A snapshot, at least, of what it looks like today. On News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome back. Robin, um, you mentioned that you have a brand new market report for Rochester, Minnesota, as far as what's happening in the real estate world. Yeah, I think sometimes people just, you know, who don't have their finger on the pulse just like to know how many houses are available. When we say our inventory is low, what does that mean? So let me just talk about some real numbers, okay? In the last six months here in Rochester, we have closed... 1,432 sales. And when I say we, I mean our whole association, okay? So 1,432 homes have closed in the last six months. Now, of those homes, uh, 22 of them, believe it or not, were between zero and $100,000. And I didn't know there were any left. Um, I think there might be some condos or some, you know, real major fixer-uppers okay. or whatever. But, yeah, so 22 were of the 1,432 were below 100,000. Uh, 203 were between 100 and 200,000. Our biggest number, you're not going to be surprised, 565 was between 200 and 300,000. And with our median sale price being in that 260 mm-hmm. or 280, that makes sense, right? Uh, 317 sold between 300 and 400. 139 sold between 400 and 500. 79 sold between 500 and 600. 50 between 600 and 700. 18 between 700 and 800. 16 between 800 and 900. A lot more expensive houses, right? Yes. Um, four between 900 and a million, three between a million and a million one. Okay, now this is, I think, interesting. I used to say, and three over a million, right? Now I've got. Now you have to break it down. <laughs> three between a million and a million one, four more between a million one and a million two, two more between a million two and a million three, five more between a million wow. three and a million four, and five more a million four and higher. That's amazing when you go from a half a million all the way up. That's quite a few homes. 
we're talking about 20 houses, 20 homes over a million dollars in the last six months. Yeah. In the last six months here in Rochester. So, yeah, that, that high-end market has definitely um, changed because, well, when prices go up by 8%, 11%, you know, per year, of course, they're, those prices are all going up, not just on the low end, right? Well, and I, I do think that, uh, you know, regardless of the pandemic and the impact it's had on some people, this stock market that we've experienced has certainly created a wealth effect for others. Yeah, I hear it's on the rise again. So yeah, it pumps right back up to record levels again. That's awesome. So um, what we have available, 263 active homes. Okay, so guess what? Eight of them are under 100,000. 22 of them between 100 and 200. 55 of them between 200 and 300. 45 between 300 and 400. Okay. 39 between 400 and 500. So right through the midst there, between the 300 and 400, 400 to 500, 500 to 600, another 30, 600 to 720, then it starts to slow down a little bit. Between 7 and 800, there are 10. Between 800 and 900, there are 11. Between 900 and a million, there are 12. Between a million and a million one, there are two. Between a million one and a million two, there are three. Between a million two and a million three, there are two more. And one more between a million three and a million four. And three... Available at over a million four. The mystery homes. Yeah, so three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So a dozen houses available for over. Um, so what is that? That's you know a pretty good percentage, really. Right. Of the two hundred sixty-three. But even amongst the homes that you would consider in the sweet spot, that's kind of spread out too. Where I remember um, a few years back, you would find. Um, Probably 40% would have been in one of those price ranges, and now right. it's spread out over three yeah. of them, anywhere yeah, that's from true. Yeah. two to four or two to two five. To six or, yeah. yeah, somewhere in that range. Our average uh, price, if we look at all the houses on the market right now, the average for sale price, the average market price is 478 Oh, goodness. So, yeah, more in the high end than anything. So, yeah, it's crazy. So, our absorption rate, I know that's always interesting. You know, months worth of inventory. Yeah. Well, we've got we've got two months worth below a hundred thousand. So if nothing comes on the market the next two months, there will be zero. And then when it comes to the next, geez, one, two, three, four, five price ranges. So between a hundred and two, between two and three, between three and four, between four and five, those are all less than a month. So they're like point seven, point six, point eight, point nine. Right. right. So <laughs> as crazy less than as a month's absorption. As crazy as that sounds, that's an improvement over what it was in April, May when it was it seventeen, eighteen days. It is, but this is what I guess what I'm trying to say is you can see why I get so frustrated. People talk, Oh, the market is cooling off, it's slowing down. <laughs> the market is fantastic, people. It is fantastic. Everything you're pointing to tells me it's still red hot it but looks like it looks like the toughest price range is if you have a house between nine hundred thousand and a million we've got 18 months worth of those okay okay and that means we've got 12 and 12 is as many as we would normally sell in 18 months so we're pretty high end pretty um top loaded in that so if you do have a house and you're saying oh my house is probably 995 well then it might be a considered to be a cool down market but other than that listen to this if you have a um 
1.4 and above, we have three months worth of supply. If you have 1.3 to 1.4, we have one month's worth of supply. That is so weird. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, granted, we only have in that category, we only have one, so they figured we'll sell this month. <laughs> but the three that are above a million four, that's three months. So they're saying we're going to sell one each month, right? And they're just going by statistically what has been happening. So, it, yeah. But in the past, before this market changed to being scorching hot, if you had a million-dollar-plus house, there was an expectation it would be on the market for quite a while, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, that's been, I think, the biggest change. You know, be, between the wealth, between the we spend a lot more time at home, we we want more in our home because we're not going to be traveling as much. We're not going to be going out on vacation. We're going to just stay here and enjoy our pool or enjoy our backyard kitchen or enjoy our beautiful theater room or whatever those things are that are driving the prices up. All right. We're talking with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. And We'll be back in just a moment on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM 96.9 FM. Rooted in technology. Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome back. So, Robin, um, before we started the program, you said uh, you had quite a few listings to share with us this week. We better get started. (laughs) I do. Some of them are new. Some of them have been around for just a little bit, and I've probably mentioned them, but they're still good listings that I want to plug. So, um, new listings. We've got one over at 1865 22nd Street Northwest. This house is listed for $234.9. It's a two-bed, two-bath two-car garage, and it was built in 1963. Okay. Nice little ranch, nice little neighborhood, nice price. Is that Elton Hill still? 234 um, I think on the other side they call it oh. Sunset Terrace. Oh, it's, it's over on the other side. side of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't yep. remember what the name of that neighborhood is. Yeah. Honestly. Well, that's what North we Northgate. Were... Northgate 4th. That's what Oh, okay. I always think of that as Sunset Terrace neighborhood, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's where the school is. Sunset Terrace School, but... Yeah. All right, so that's that's one that's going to be good because we have a lot of buyers in that price range, so someone's going to be happy. Uh, we have one at 1101 12th Avenue Northeast, and this one is three beds, one bath, one car garage, built in 1940, and it's it's a two-story. It's, you know, small, 560 square feet on the main, but then it has that upstairs, so it's, it's 1,100 square feet, and it's... Two hundred and fifteen thousand. Okay. And we've got a really nice um, turnkey townhome over on Ivory Road, two nine nine four Ivory Road. And this is four beds, three baths, two car garage. Um, it was built in seventeen. It's had one one owner. And um, she just moved away. So this one is, I think, going to go pretty fast. It looks like brand new inside. It is four fifty nine nine. That's a nice size townhome, too. Yeah, it's it's like a, it's basically just like a home without the maintenance, right? I mean, you've got all the amenities of a home with all the space. If your adult kids come home or you like to entertain, you're not you're not compromising anything except for somebody else is taking care of. Your siding and your roof and your lawn care and your, yeah, all those things. So anyway, 
uh, over in Wabasha, we have a little investment property. I think I might have brought that up last time we talked, but it hasn't sold yet. So I'll say it again. It's a two-bedroom, one-bath on Main Street. It's probably about a three-minute walk to the river. And it's got a two-car garage, and it's an old house built in 1875. And they're asking one twenty, one hundred twenty thousand. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if you think, oh, you know what? I'm up for a, a project, and I would love a weekend place over in Wabasha that's not going to break the bank. That might be it. Fantastic. Right by the I've, river, yeah. Yeah, of course. And I've got um, a nice house on Kennett Lane Southwest. It, the address is 1117 Kennett Lane, which is just that top entrance into Foxcroft okay. off of Circle to, off of County Road 22. And it's on a nice little cul-de-sac, and it's got like a park-like backyard, just a beautiful backyard, really nice house. It's got three beds, three baths, and a three-car garage. It's built in 1998 and um, a total of just under 3,000 square feet sitting on 0.57 acre. So, yeah, really nice yard. Right. And that one is 569. Fantastic. Foxcroft property, yeah. Yeah, I got a couple more here. I've got one at 1431 First Street Southwest. Now, this house has been used by the current owner as a rental for several years, so it has all of its rental certificate in place, etc. But um, they've decided to retire, and with that, they want to travel a lot, and with that, they don't want to worry about their rental properties. So it's three hundred nine nine, and as you know, fourteen thirty one First Street Southwest is just a couple minutes walk to St. Mary's, absolutely, and then of course to the whole mall with the grocery store and the you know all the stuff that they've got going on over there. So nice, really nice walkability in that one again, 3099. Um, I've got one that I've had for a couple of, actually, probably six weeks, which does seem like an eternity. And I'm not quite sure why this one hasn't sold. It's a three-bed, two-bath, tuck-under garage. And it is listed as a one-car garage, so that might be what's scaring people off. But there's a whole additional building that could probably park four cars. The guy had (laughs) used it for a recording studio. But anyway, that one is $269.9 and... It's on 0.75 acres. Nice, nice place. And nice lot. Where is that one at? That one is out on the way to Stuartville or on the way to the airport. It's 5925 Highway 63. So the address probably scares people. They probably think, oh, it's right on the highway. But you just get off right where there's that frontage road, and then it sits back in over there. So yeah, I know where you Yeah, it's a nice place. And then, I love course, the, the man cave part of that, yeah. Yeah, I think someone will actually really like that. But if you're if you're putting in a search, that's the problem with these like portals. If you say a one car garage is out of the question, a lot of people are oh. going to overlook it. You see, so that's why I want to talk about it, just in case anyone's yeah. out there listening. Especially if you're and the then, person with the collector car or the boat or anything right. like that, or the collector cars, even cars. <laughs> like I say, you could probably put four of them in there. Get your Corvette so, collection. There you go. Um, and last but. Definitely not least, I've got that beautiful, big, gorgeous new construction house out at 1770 Sally Ridge Lane Northeast. And that house is by far the best deal on the market. I kid you not. It has six bedrooms, four baths, a three-car garage, a pre-stressed garage below the garage. It has two acres. 
It has 6,740 square feet of finished space. Wow. It's never been lived in, and it is $1,195,000. It is a bargain. And that's when you're going north on 63, and it's the brand new development off to the on the west side. Correct. Correct. So, yeah, it's a great house. I'd love to show it. Any of these. I'd love to show any of these houses, or if you've got houses that you want me to come look at to say, should I sell it? If I do sell it, what am I going to have to do? How much am I going to get for it? I am happy to do that. So, you please, bet. please give me a call. All right, Robin. Um, you, how many pumpkins did you give away last week? Oh, my gosh, a lot. It was so nice out. It was really nice out. And we not only gave away pumpkins, because that was situated right in front of the Dairy Queen, we also gave $5 gift cards to the Dairy Queen. Ah. So people came and got free ice cream and free pumpkins, and there were a lot of happy little kids and actually a lot of happy moms and dads. You didn't mention anything to me about the ice cream. I might have made the drive over <laughs> <You> there. <might. laughs> well, we thought, you know what? We're setting up in the Dairy Queen's parking lot using their space. We should at least give them some business. So we bought a stack of gift cards, and we were happy to give them away a few hundred dollars worth of ice cream as well. So, in, in other words, everybody in Wabasha should have at least one pumpkin at this point. Exactly. No, no excuses. No excuses. <laughs> Get into the holiday. I can't yeah, believe it's already that time of the year. Oh, my gosh. It is crazy. I said we have a couple of, you know, you know how it's been. I mean, starting last winter, we just worked and worked all through the winter, all through the spring, all through the summer, and there were no breaks. And now it's like, okay, all these REMAX meetings are coming up. The luxury REMAX meeting is next week in Arizona. And then after that, there's the um, accolades retreat, which is a trip that we actually earn and win. And that's in um, Naples, Florida. And they're all just a couple days here and a couple days there. But I get to go for a few days, get a little break, come home for a few days, go for a few days. And by the time I'm done with these trips, it's going to be literally Thanksgiving time. <laughs> and then it'll be the holidays. And oh, my gosh. Hallmark Channel, here I come. Oh, there you go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, safe travels, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Sounds great. All right. Thank you, Robin. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.